720. WGN is Dane here with you until 1045 today on a big sports day. We've talked a little bit of Rolex 24. We'll talk a little bit more. And of course, it is a championship Sunday for the NFL. A guy who knows a little bit about that as well as uh, the official tequila of game day is uh, El Bandito Yankee founder and of course, host of the Jim Bob show right here on WGN. It is Jim Bob Morris. Hey, Jim Bob, welcome to uh, welcome to the show. Well, uh, what's going on, Dave? You've got Jim Bob Morse, the head bandito, the head band this morning. We're going to talk a little football. Well, you know, when it comes to celebrating or maybe drowning your sorrows, you're going to have things ready for people there at Arrowhead Stadium. You're about to head your way there and talk a little bit about as as a town that prides itself, Chicago, on being a great sports town. As far as the environment, the atmosphere from a tailgate perspective, there are few who do it like KC. Well, you're you're right. Kansas City is unique. Uh, you've got some of the. I don't want to insult anybody, but you definitely have some of the 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 best tasted barbecue in the world gets produced in in Kansas City, and a lot of it is right there in Arrowhead Stadium. They've got some of the most dynamic uh, tailgate parties I've ever seen. These people organize and they spend you know a, a lot of of the time during the week preparing for this. And, and you know what? We've got to hear something really unique, too, is that uh, people were getting ready to set up a, uh, a decade's worth of, of uh, sports competition here. But we're, we're, we're seeing, you know, for the second year in a row, you know, for the AFC championship, you know, you've got, you got, the, you've got the Bengals coming in against Kansas City, and you've got two of the hottest quarterbacks in the world with, with Mahomes and Burroughs who are, are possibly – you know they're, they're you know it looks like they're future hall of famers and it's it's set up for years and years of, of a competitive factor so we've got something really brewing here that people are going to be able to enjoy for years to come and that you know this is our second year of it yeah. we're going to jump on the el bandito uh yankee jet here in about two hours and and head to kansas city and and we're going to be there in the el bandito yankee suite and uh uh, we're going to be cheering and, and having a lot of fun, but you know today's game is is really it, it's it's the basis of we're, we're going back you know decades back when the you know you had the the Steelers uh, the great Steelers team and you had the rivalry with them and the Raiders and you go back to the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers or the Cowboys and and the Packers or the Packers and the 49ers setting it up today for a great rivalry. We were talking a little bit earlier, Jim Bob, about how. Cincinnati. They were in the Super Bowl last year. They they beat the Bills convincingly already is that they just don't get any respect. I don't know if they can be in a legendary rivalry conversation, but you mentioned it actually came from you. And it's all about matchups, right? And that's that makes the games. It also makes up who's going to win is that you'd said that this this Bengals team was really designed for this particular game. They were designed to beat the Chiefs. They are designed. And, you know, what we've got going today uh, is the defensive formula that, you know, Cincinnati's going to bring to the table uh, against the Chiefs. And then on the other side, we've got the Chiefs, uh, you know, with their offensive formulation. And and then, of course, let's not forget on the defensive side of the ball, the Chiefs or the offensive side of the ball, the Eagles. But it really is the defensive coordinators and the offensive coordinators coming up with some unique twist today that's going to be the game changer. And if you look at what the Bengals did to the Bills and how they basically just, I mean, I, I thought they just dismantled the Bills. And they did that. Uh, they're, the little twist they put together, you know, on their defensive formulas, 
you know, cause uh, Josh Allen some headaches. And then, of course, I think uh, a lot of them with Allen getting hurt, that's, you know, he hurt his arm. People don't realize the severity of that, but but he was off. But, uh, you know, there's going to be some twists today that's going to come up, and we're going to see something little is going to happen defensively, or there's going to be an offensive twist, and we're going to see, oh, wow, that was a unique play. Didn't, didn't see that one coming, and, and that's what we're, what's in store for us. But you're right. You know, oh, my gosh, it doesn't seem like the Bengals are going to set, like, you know, going to be a <laughs> team of destiny for years to come well hey the the general manager there at, at cincinnati these guys they they designed this okay uh one of our good one of our former guys trey brown who was with us at the beginning of, of building el bandito yankee is assistant general manager over there at cincinnati and and trey and his his uh, his family's from kansas city so so it's, it's a really unique deal for me to watch this you think about this some of those legendary players in moments like this i mean michael jordan was never better than when he had a really high fever and you got patrick mahomes what do you think we're going to see do you think he's going to hobble his way to victory or a close loss or do you think he's going to come out and people are going to go what injury you know i i think that patrick mahomes is a great competitor as you know we've had patrick mahomes throwing coach uh on the jim bob with dane show jeff christensen uh which i talked to jeff earlier this week uh jeff has the the, the his own company called throw it deep and, and mahomes is his obviously his one of his lead clients he's got a, a dozen or so nfl quarterbacks but but jeff brought up the fact that he goes, man, this kid is just, he's so intense this year. He goes, I've never seen him, you know, so far in his young career being as as intense as he is, he, he says. So we're going to see a very competitive and intense Patrick Mahomes today. That's the big question. How bad is that sprain? How much is that going to affect his game? And we'll just see, you know, I mean, I think you got to be on, on the top of your game to beat Cincinnati Day. And, and I'm I will tell you personally, I, I, I'll stick with what I said. I think the Bengals are designed to beat the Chiefs. Oh, well, you, you never know. When it comes to the Chiefs and that connection to that iconic franchise, the Jim Bob Show has a direct connection as well. And, of course, they're front and center in so many headlines and maybe playing in that Super Bowl. Before we let you go, let's talk a little bit about a couple guests we've got coming up this week. We've got Tim Grunhard, Chicago Connections, but also just that great career with his new book, of course, in not only Notre Dame, but also Kansas City, Bill. Moss is going to be joining us. Talk a little bit about the guests we've got coming up. You know, former these guys, you know, uh, Bill and Tim, former Kansas City greats, you know, all pros uh, really were uh, stalwarts in, in the in the 90s uh, to build that Chiefs uh, of, of, you know, kind of give it a foundation. But we've got some great guests coming up. We will have Patrick Mahomes on, on our show. We're going to have Travis Kelsey. Uh, uh, we had, you know, Bill and Tim, we're going to release them this week. Uh, we're going to bring on Dante Hall, Deron Cherry, and, uh, you know, Nick Lowry, Joe Montana. We've got a, a lot of Chiefs guests. We're going to have a lot of great, you know, uh, current and, and former football greats, basketball greats, uh, baseball, hockey. You know, our great buddy Chris Chilios is, is going to be joining us too. But, you know, we've got a lot in store. But if you're a fan of, of the sports world and, and you want to get up, you know, on some inside stories and, and, and hear some stuff that, that's not been, you know, produced 150 times over, we've got some great, unique <laughs> stories and, yeah. and we've got great guests coming on. I'm, I'm excited for people to, to tune in and listen to what these great players have to say. Yeah. And for those fans out there thinking, well, what about the Bears? 
you think about the greatest Bears team of all time, the 85 Bears, do not worry. We've got Gary Fensick coming up and then also Jimmy Mack, Jim McMahon. So there's going to be a lot for everybody. Plus, I know we're going to get a ton out of the Super Bowl as well. So Jim well, Bob. We've got to have Erlacher on again. Erlacher <laughs> was one of our, our, our best guests so far. I tell you what, and, and, and he's funny. And I still laugh about the fact that, you know, Erlacher, I had to, had to come on the Jim Bob Dane show and explain that, hey, you know, I'm nobody's, I don't ride an e bike. I mean, I do 50 miles a day on a regular bike. <laughs> yeah, the confidence there, too. No matter what sport it is, even pickleball, if he played it, he'd be in the Hall of Fame. And a guy that's going to be in the Hall of Fame for the Jim Bob so show is. Ball, buddy. You know, I, I, every, every guest we have to ask you, hey, man, you know, now that you're done, are you taking up pickleball? And, and Erlacher goes, well, if I played it, I'd be in the Hall of Fame. That is for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get with you. We're going to let you go get back on that El Bandito jet down to Arrowhead and experience all of that. And, of course, we'll keep tabs on things and have links up here at WGN. So, Jim Bob, thanks so much. Enjoy the day, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Hey, and everybody tuned in to the Jim Bob Day Show, and let's go today and have a great day with El Bandito Yankee. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have Doug Bowles, president of Indianapolis Motor Speedway. He is live at Daytona for the Rolex 24. So keep it here. It's Date on 720 WGN. 720 WGN High atop Chicago in the Skyline Studio on a big sports day that is nowhere near May. It is exciting to have on the guy who normally we talk to, of course, leading up to the iconic Indianapolis 500. But he is the busiest man in motorsports and sports right now. He is all over the country. He is calling us from Daytona, Florida, the one and only Doug Bowles. Doug, welcome to the show. Yeah, glad to be the show. I kind of miss the uh, cold that we're all feeling up there in the Midwest, but it's kind of nice also to see the sunshine down here in Florida. We know that's not true. You can go ahead and enjoy it. But I was wondering, as you were down there, Daytona, of course, the uh, Rolex 24 at Daytona is happening. And so IndyCar representation there, a lot of drivers from NASCAR and all sorts of different series. But I was wondering, so you're there at, at one of the you know iconic sports facilities, tracks in the country, in the yep. world. So for, for Frank Kelleher and, and Doug Bowles, when you guys get together, two presidents, right? Is it like a summit situation whenever you guys meet? You know, it's kind of fun to, to um, hang out with Frank. And before Frank, you know, Chip Chip Weil was the president down here. And just it's fun to hang out with people that care about their events and have big events, but more importantly, that care about the customers. So we often exchange thoughts and ideas or pick each other's brains on how we can make that customer experience better. And and uh, Frank's doing a great job for somebody who hadn't been in that position very long. He's, he's a great guy. He's good for our sport. But we definitely um, use each other to kind of run things past and figure out you know best practices so we can make our experiences better for our fans when they're at our venues yeah but it's great to get both of you guys together in one place for that event and for race fans talk a little bit about it obviously indy and all the things that happened there but you've been a long time race fan so just that on the indycar side open wheel and things that happen at the speedway you know, they don't define you right so talk about this like being at one of these really iconic events for motorsports yeah, so I've come. I've been coming to the 24 Hours of Daytona really since the early 90s, and it's a it's one of those events that you just kind of have to experience, sort of like the Indianapolis 500 or the Daytona 500. They're it's, they're just bigger than the race themselves. It's an it's an event, and it's worth it's worth coming even if you're not a not a big sports car fan. But for me, this year it's exciting because we are going to have the WeatherTech sports cars, the cars that are running this weekend in the 24 Hours of Daytona, are actually going to race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in September. So an opportunity to get down here and connect with all the OEMs that are involved, connect with the teams and drivers that are involved, and then promote a little bit for our fans on what they're going to see when they come to the Speedway in September. So this is the beginning of like a 10-day stretch for me where I'm 
I'm here. I'm going to be in thermal next week promoting the IndyCar spring training test. And then I'm going to go to the clash, the NASCAR race uh, at the Los Angeles Coliseum to promote the fact that we have NASCAR at the Speedway. So for the first time since 2014, we're going to have IMSA weather tech sports cars. We're going to have NASCAR cup cars and we're going to have Indy cars at the Speedway in one calendar year. So I'm really excited and, and, this race, the Daytona 24, is really kind of kicks the racing season off for everyone. Yeah, and you I mean, you just aren't stopping, right? It's a hashtag Doug's Road Trip, right? So you're on the road <laughs> for all of these things. Like, do you enjoy this? Because it's got to be great. As much as you're at these different events, people probably love to talk to you and about the 500. Yeah, I, I like doing these events because I'm a race fan. I like doing these events because I learn something every time I go somewhere. I learn things that we do really well at our place, and I learn things that we can do better because I've gone to these different venues and I've experienced experience this sort of as a fan does what i don't like about it is i still have a real job right so i'm down here and last night i didn't go to bed till 2 30 and you're back up at six going again so i don't get a lot of sleep which is is okay i'm not complaining but it is trying to juggle you know making sure everything's going okay at home answering all the questions that my my team has there as they're getting prepared at the indianapolis motor speedway and then trying to to connect here so it is a bit more juggling than you would think. I'm not, unfortunately, not just down here kicked back on the beach, uh, uh, drinking a nice, cool beverage and uh, enjoying my time. I'm not, but I do. I look. I got the greatest job in the world. I'm not complaining. Um, I, I, I love every second of being able to represent the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and its fans. Well, you know, and walking the walk, right? Too getting no sleep, right? That's very on brand for uh, for the 24 hours at Daytona. So that is great. <laughs> One of the things we love and talk about all the time, and certainly all those different race events. There's a lot of fans that are fans of all the different sort of series in motorsports. But you're going to be at the Waste Management Open, which is when it comes yep. to golf and PGA, is about as fun as it gets. And I'm sure there's a lot of uh, a lot of race fans that are also golf fans too? I think so. I wish, here's what's crazy about me. I, so I'm 56 years old. I've played golf 10 times in my life. We have a Pete Dye designed golf course at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, four holes in the Speedway. I played the course maybe twice. I, I'm just not a golfer. I never have been. I've always been a motorsport guy. I, I just am always sort of moving around. So golf was not something that I ever really figured that I'd pick up. I go to the Waste Management Open and speak on behalf of uh, the Speedway and a lot of the things that our team has done with respect to sustainability. And I said, sure, I'd love to come in and, and t- tell the Speedway story. All of my golf friends are like, you get to go to the Waste <laughs> Management Open, and they tell me about Hole 16 and all the things that are going to go on there. So yes. I'll go to that event the same way I go to everything else. I'm going to go there with the idea. I'm going to walk through. I want to understand the customer experience. I want to know what they do well. What are the things I can learn there to take back uh, to make our experience at the Speedway better? Unfortunately, the golf part will be lost on me. I'm going to do the best I can to Try and enjoy it, however. <laughs> well, the snake pit's got nothing on you there. Of course, you got a lot to brag about <laughs> when it comes to the action. In the, I'll be down there, too. So I'll be down covering the waste management a little bit in the Super Bowl. So love to connect with you and kind of get maybe an in-the-moment thought from Doug as far as your experiences as you are on Doug's road trip. Let's talk a little bit about the 500. I think more than ever, out as an ambassador now for all these different events uh, for the 500, but also here we know the the DNA, the, the legacy here at WGN, the first station to broadcast the 500 and then our partners on the next star side on the video side it was super exciting to hear about what's happening with cw with 100 days to indy talk about that where as much as people are waiting hey is it may yet we're, we're already in the process of supporting that race yeah so we're you know closing in on 120 days from the running of the indy 500 and the cw announcement with vice to put together sort of that that show, that real-time, uh, unscripted reality show of what it's like to prepare for the Indy 500, really beginning 
at the thermal test uh, coming up the, the very first couple of days of February and carrying on through the race itself. I think it'll be really interesting for our fans to follow along, even folks that aren't necessarily fans, to see a little bit of the behind the scenes of what it takes to prepare to be in the NTT IndyCar Series and then run the Indianapolis 500. So I'm excited about it. I know our drivers are excited about it. I think they're going to do six episodes or so, uh, maybe kicking off in, in April and then running them through to the, basically the week or so after the Indianapolis 500. And then we'll see what happens from there. But I'm excited about it. I think it's great for our sport. It's great for our fans. And hopefully it'll, you know, CW and the vice side of things is skews a lot younger than maybe we are. So maybe it'll get some young folks uh, interested in uh, IndyCar racing. And we got a lot of great young drivers on the IndyCar side as well. Yeah, to highlight those personalities, obviously the, the racing sells itself, but all that behind the scenes stuff and, you know, drama, right? It's just interesting to see all of the things that go into the making of that iconic race. And last thing, Doug, as we get into it, of course, we'll have links up at WGNRadio.com for tickets uh, as we get closer to the 500. But, you know, for 100 days out, do you have anything that you want to promote or get people excited about that's coming up as we close in? Well, 100 days out is a pretty big deal for all of us. You know, I'll be down here for a couple of days that week again as that leads into the Daytona 500. NASCAR has a big president's meeting and several things I'll come down for. I'll come back on that Thursday night, and then Friday morning, we'll just start an all-out blitz on getting everybody excited about 100 Day Out. We do our 100 Day Out party at the Speedway, which uh, is a limited number of tickets. They're free, but they, they, they're gone in like 10 minutes after we, after we open, the, open the sales up for them, if you will, for those free tickets. So we'll have about 1,800 people on that Friday night that we'll just enjoy uh, the beginning of the countdown to the 500. And then we'll, uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit about vice and CW and we'll talk about the season getting ready to begin. And then we'll, uh, we'll strap on for St. Pete, which happens the very beginning of March. So we're not, uh, we're not far from the IndyCar season kicking off. And that's really the, to run up to the Indy 500, and I can't wait. Yeah, there's no off-season for Doug Bowles this year, but that's okay for the fans and uh, and okay for you, too. Excitement all around, and we'll see you at Arizona in a little bit, and we'll we'll let you get back to it, Doug. We know you got to walk the walk on the Rolex 24. and uh, <laughs> You got it. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you maybe at the golf outing. 720 WGN, it is Dane here with you for a handful of minutes on a big sports day. Obviously, championship Sunday for the NFL, and then also a ton of racing happening down in Daytona. And the IndyCar season is right around the corner. One of uh, the biggest stars of IndyCar racing, also a huge football fan as well, is on the line with us, and he is the driver of the number 15 uh, Honda for the NTT Data Series 4, Rahal Letterman, Lanigan Racing, and a member of one of the first families of motorsports, the one and only Graham Ray Hall. Graham, welcome to WGN. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me this morning. Well, it's great to have you. I hate to impact on the off-season. You guys one of the longest seasons in all of sports for you guys, but um, there is a lot going on, and, and you guys have so much going on with new changes, uh, You know, whether it's with the team and with the technical director and, of course, that new facility. Let's talk a little bit about just having those tools to win and that place. I've seen some of the videos, some of the news coverage. Your headquarter is amazing. Yeah, it's 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 incredible. Um, you know, I think the, the the owners have made a massive commitment, uh, and obviously one of the main owners, Mike Lanigan, right there in, in Chicagoland area. Um, you know, I think they really committed you know a lot to, to make sure that we uh, that we have the tools necessary to compete. It's not it's not that in years past we we haven't. I think we've been perennially like a you know a good competitor. We've been up front, top five finisher in points, but we haven't won a championship. Uh, we haven't won a race in a couple of years, and so, you know, it, it's time for us to take the next step. And when you look at all the folks that we're competing against, the level is just getting higher and higher and higher. You know, you even got, 
you know, McLaren Formula One team buying in and buying a team in, in IndyCar and, you know, the resources that they have from what they built on the Formula One side is huge. And as you said, actually, our technical director, Stefano, he came from McLaren. So we, we've got, we know a lot of what they're doing. You know, we, we've gained a lot of knowledge now, which is going to be a huge help uh, for us. But we're excited. Yeah, we actually get going next week. Um, you know, we start testing out in Palm Springs at Thermal Club. We only get one test before we kick off our season in St. Petersburg, uh, which will be on NBC at noon, um, beginning of the first week of March. And uh, we're excited about that. I mean, it, it, it's, as you said, it feels like a long off season, but man, so much has happened. That we're, we're there now. We're there. It, so. it, it doesn't feel that long, but you know, for you guys, I guess you want to get out there. You want to enjoy it. Of course, so many pieces in place with the family and all of that kind of stuff. And, and you, you look at it and when you bring in, you know, a guy like Stefano and, and what he can add to the team on the, just on that, the advice side, the, the consulting side and just that technical side to make you guys even better. You know, you had an attractive product already, right? You had the talent, you had the excitement, you had success, but do the, do the facilities and, and just that commitment that you guys do as an organization also attract that other talent yeah it's huge for attracting talent i think that Uh uh-oh did we lose him looks like he's still there oh we're gonna we're gonna try to get graham back we're gonna talk to him a little bit about the uh not only the season starting out but also some of the stuff that's happening with the cw as well and uh, and hopefully we'll be able to get him back on for another minute or so to talk about that hundred days. And you know, just as you know, racing and you look at all the stuff he brought up Formula One a couple times um, with the things that they're doing, Drive to Survive on the series side, and just kind of bringing and kind of building and expanding that tent on the fan base and uh, with some of the TV side, I think that they're doing that on the IndyCar side as well. We've got him back, Graham. You're back. Yeah, sorry, sorry, drops all cell service. No, that's that's know? okay. While you were while you were gone, we, you know, we were talking. You were talking a little bit about the the facility there and how it's just it's another way to attract some of that that sort yeah. of difference making talent. Yeah, so you know, the recruiting is as crazy as it is. It's one of the biggest positives. I mean, it's not that you want to go spend all that money to build a building to recruit people, but the reality of the situation is that uh, you know we we are up against the best when it comes to hiring uh, and people. A good, good workforce, good labor is, is a challenge, you know, right now. And we need people that come in that are dedicated, that are focused, that, you know, know what it takes. We need great engineers. Um, you know, we need that depth. And you've got to, you've got to compete against Penske, against Ganassi, against Andretti's and all these other guys to, to get that staffing. And uh, it's pretty hard. So it certainly helps. Um, you know, we do a lot of stuff for our guys, whether it be, you know, on the mental health, the physical health side of it, we've got a great gym, a human performance center. We've got, you know, a sauna, which sounds crazy, but a lot of these things that other teams don't have that for people to come into the office, to be able to work their normal hours of the day, but to be able to get some, you know, to get some care while they're there and put themselves in a better frame of mind physically, put themselves in a better spot. That helps us a ton, uh, too. You know, we do a lot of stuff with team building, camaraderie, um, you know, as stupid as it is, even like pickleball tournaments and things like that, they they move the needle because it it builds. You know, people get excited to <clears throat> to be competitive with one another and push. So we uh, 
you know, we've worked really hard as a team to uh, to put ourselves in a good spot. Yeah. I think we're there. Well, even the pickleball, right? It's kind of that full sort of scope on the living side of it. And, of course, showcasing that stuff. You guys have always been great for attracting fans, you know, you and your dad and the organization and all the success. And it's exciting to have on the CW is uh, is the new series. They're going to be out there with you at Thermal. Talk a little bit about that. Not only to be able to be a part of, of really what will bring IndyCar and its personalities and a little bit of that backstory to so many more people. People, but also just kind of just you know making the tent bigger for fans and just kind of bringing people in on the TV side. Well, I'm really excited about it. You know, I think with, with the CW, um, obviously WGN, uh, same same own partner, you know, ownership company. Um, you know, there's huge potential there. I think Vice Media Group that is going to be uh, doing a lot of the the background work of of the uh, of the production is tremendous too. Because if you look at Vice Media Group's reach. It's outrageously big, number one. Number two, it's it's a lot of young people. And, you know, most people that are in their, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, you say Indy 500, you say Indy car racing, they're going to, whether they watch it every day or not, they, they know what it is, right? Um, particularly the Indy 500. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of people in their late teens, 20s, that don't quite grasp what motorsports is all about. Uh, and I think Formula One did a great job with it, uh, you know, with Drive to Survive. And this 100 Days Out series about the building up and, and preparing for the Indy 500 and what that takes and what that's all about, you know, I think that that's going to be tremendous as well for people to see. So uh, we're we're looking forward to that. Yeah, it is one of those things. Now, is, is there stuff, obviously you want to showcase what it is that you guys are doing. I think that will happen naturally. Are there certain partners that you have or just things about the the IndyCar experience or maybe other drivers that you know, hey, this guy's, even if they're not, you know, part of your team that have a great personality or a great story to tell you, like, it's going to be nice to have those guys highlighted. Yeah, I, I think it's huge. You know, there's a lot of good, good talent. Um, and honestly, there's a lot of great personalities in our sport that nobody sees that people just don't get, you know, um, and, you know, guys that don't really have the opportunity to be out there in front of the camera all the time to, to show their personality type. And so I do think that it's, uh, it's going to be a huge bonus, you know, for, for a lot of different sponsors and partners and, and individuals to, you know, to be highlighted a little bit so people get to know them. Um, particularly in our sport right now, there's a lot of youth coming in. You know, I'm, I'm 34 and I'm kind of on the, on the upper end now, whereas, I would say three years ago, I was still probably on the lower end, you know, the younger end of the spectrum. And so it's turned in a hurry, um, you know, but it's an opportunity for a lot of these young kids uh, to, to get to get a little bit of TV time for people to get to know them uh, and help build the sport. I mean, ultimately, anybody that's listening to us right now, you know, that watches racing or doesn't, often you cheer for somebody that you have a personal connection to, whatever that may be. Um, you know, when I watch NFL football, you know, typically I don't cheer for one team. I cheer for, you know, players or people that I feel like I have a connection to. I was never a lifelong Bears fan. My family's all from Chicago, but I can't admit that I was. This year I found myself watching every game rooting as loud as I could because I'm an Ohio State Buckeye. So I love Justin Fields, you know, and want to see him thrive. I think the same thing can be said in racing. You know, you want to connect to people in some way or another, and ultimately that's what builds your fandom of the sport, the drivers, and so on. And so 
I think the opportunity with the CW is huge. Before we let you go, and of course, let the listeners know we're talking with IndyCar superstar Graham Rahal. You know, you've got on the off season, you've got the family there, and so you're trying to relax and enjoy it. You're going to be watching, I'm sure, a little bit of football. You mentioned Ohio, Ohio State. Of course, the Bengals are in there. We've got, you know, Nick Lowry is yeah. on hold, and we're going to be talking with him in just a bit about that Bengals-Chiefs matchup. Do you have any affiliations or loyalty to the uh, to the Ohio teams on the NFL side, too? Well, I, you know, for sure, I, I've... Uh... You know, I definitely want to see the, the, the Ohio teams do well, the Bengals in particular. Um, you know, I've never met Joe Burrow. Uh, I know Sam Hubbard on the defensive side a little bit. Um, you know, but again, they're Buckeyes. And, and I know Joe went to LSU in his last year. But, you know, I, I, I remember so vividly when he was coming up at Ohio State. And being an Ohio boy, you know, all you wanted to do was see him get the shot, you know, to be the starter and never got his chance. Um you know, which which was tough. Uh, you know, but he's gone on to thrive. And, you know, I think Joe, like, he just has that it factor, you know, and so you want to see a guy like that succeed. You know, at the same time, one of our biggest team sponsors is High V, and they sponsor the Chiefs, so i got to be a little careful in what I say here. But, uh, but, of course, you know, the Chiefs just seem to be pretty well unstoppable, but if there's one team that's had their number, you got to say it's the Bengals. Yes. So, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens there, and... Uh, you know, on the other side of it, for me, you know, I, my wife's from Southern California, so you know, I, I'd love to see, I'd love to see the Forty Niners, uh, you know, get in there. But I feel like the Eagles look pretty, pretty damn good all year. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, no matter what, everybody, I want to say everybody wins because they'll be, you know, half the fans will be super sad today, but everybody, at least that are sports fans, are going to see some great football. The matchups are yeah, awesome really. and leading into a great and incredible IndyCar season. Of course, we'll keep tabs on you as well. So, Graham, as we let you go for people, social media-wise, keep up with your adventures and all the cool things happening with the team. Where can they go? Yeah, so on my side, everything's just at Graham Rahal. Um Pretty, you know, pretty, pretty simple. Uh, and then on the racing team side, it's at RLL Racing. So uh, Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing. And so, you know, there's a lot going on. I'm actually sitting here watching the 24 Hours Daytona right now. We run the BMWs there. It's been a bit of a tough sledding uh, in year one for these new GTP cars. But like I said, IndyCar season starts off really next week uh, with testing, and, and off we go. So uh, love to, to have everybody stay tuned. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. Big sports day. Graham Rahal's got his hand on the pulse of all of it. And uh, thanks so much for everything you're doing. We'll keep tabs on it. And thanks for jumping on the show today. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. That's Graham Rahal, IndyCar superstar. When we come back from this break, we're going to talk to Chiefs Hall of Famer Nick Lowry. He's going to give his perspective. He'll be, I think, a little more positive on the Chiefs side. But we will see. Keep it here, Dane. 720 WGN. 720 WGN, it is Dane here with you until 11 o'clock and excited to have him as advertised. You know, he is one of the greatest kickers in the history of the NFL, a Chiefs Hall of Famer and never more important from the viewpoint, from maybe the calming nature, right, for Chiefs fans out there or even just on the insight side. The one and only Nick Lowry joins us. Nick, welcome to WGN. Thank you for the kind words, and hey, Chicago. Hey, Chicago. So so here it is, Nick, and I think that your your insight transcends just the Chiefs, but I'm sure you're wearing, you know, obviously it's game day, right? It is championship Sunday for the NFL and representing eternally the mighty Kansas City Chiefs. And so, you know, your thoughts on this, because here we go. It's, you know, we're doing it again. You know, it, it's uh, kind of like a movie script where you've got, as you say, the mighty 
Chiefs, but they have an Achilles tendon, which has been Joe Burrow and uh, the Bengals. And, of course, now they're even calling it Burrowhead, which <laughs> is going to piss off uh, a lot of people and already has. <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to say, you know, it's interesting. Speaking of Chicago, Eric Bieniemy's done a great job. Andy Reid, you know, one of the great offensive geniuses. But Matt Nagy coming back to Kansas City, being a steady influence for Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines. You've seen Patrick make less egregious mistakes. And I was watching the game last year's AFC Championship game, and, you know, we're up 21-3. to We're on their, like, two-yard line, right? And we got a first down, and yet we don't score. But not only that, as a kicker, normally I wouldn't. I would understand if we're going for it. But on fourth down, um, you kick a field goal there instead of throwing it away, and it's twenty-four to three. And instead, the Patrick Mahomes of that first half transformed into a very different Patrick Mahomes. And he has spent the entire off-season and season with a chip on his shoulder, based on that, based on making mistakes, and in his own words, choking in that game. So this game means a lot to him. It means a lot to the team. And they're playing against a Cincinnati team coming in with a dominant performance against Buffalo. Yep. Uh, Joe Burrow is unflappable the way Tom Brady was unflappable. He's had eight touchdowns and one interception, 982 yards in three games and since nine, uh, 2021 against us. So he's a badass, and that's really what he is. Uh, and they've got really serious receivers to look at, especially Jamar Chase. And, and so, you know, we have our work cut out for us. The interesting thing, I'll say two things that have changed since the earlier game in Cincinnati. Joe Thune is back. He's an all-pro. And when your left tackle is used to that all-pro next to you, there's a, you know, there's a hand-in-glove feeling in how you work together. And that wasn't there. And Orlando Brown, uh, who also was in the in, uh, Pro Bowl, which surprised me, frankly, but he was—he kind of freaked out. He did not have a great game. I look for that to be incredibly important. That's the left or blind side of Patrick Mahomes. So there's one thing. Hey, Go hey, ahead. No, no. Well, here's the thing: is everybody, you know, if anybody was not thinking about the Bengals and they don't get a ton of respect, I think that victory last week against the Bills has gotten everybody on point. But you mentioned it: is that the Chiefs have been focused on this and Patrick Mahomes specifically for the entire year. So everyone's talking about how the Bengals have been built to go ahead and beat the Chiefs, but the Chiefs have had, they've been watching this movie on rerun for an entire year too. Nick, your thoughts, do they have some things that may be different or unique and maybe unchief-like that they have built into today specifically for this game? Yeah, well, I, you know, I'm not going to uh, pretend that I know the surprises that are going to be surprises, but if you're Andy Reid, it kind of makes sense that you're going to try to run more because you don't want Patrick with his ankle, even if it's a lot better, uh, to have to run, to have to move. And if you remember the earlier game, they almost won anyway. Travis Kelsey was stripped of the ball, uh, you know, and he had a chance there. And that fumble in the fourth quarter led to the Bengals' go-ahead touchdown. And in the, in the end, that's how they won. So, you know, it was a tough game. It will be a tough game again today. My prediction is, I said this on my radio show in Kansas City on WHB 810 ESPN, thank you, with Sterling Holmes, that Jeez. it's going to be 24 to 22. 24 to 22, it's going to be tough, but more running game. And uh, Travis Kelsey, there's a guy who's a future Hall of Famer, who's a living Hall of Famer. 
Uh, 14 catches last week, bad back this week, but watch out for him. Watch out for him to do some things that are just unworldly. Hey, Nick, we'll be, we'll all be watching out in the, in the last 30 seconds that we have, and we're tight going straight to a Big Ten basketball. Just describe in a handful of words what the, the, just the tailgate, just the game day experience is at Arrowhead. Well, it's the best tailgate. I'm actually, actually going to be at Fat Turtle with Kent City Barbecue. It's the best barbecue ever. It wafts through everywhere. There's a camaraderie there. And then, if you somehow are lucky to have El Bandito Yankee Tequila to combine with your barbecue out there in the parking lot, you're going to have a winning experience and your team will be inspired too. Thanks, Nick Lowry. All right, thanks so much. Enjoy the game. We will let you go.